in Kansas, they said, was the name of the star. La, 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 la. <laughs> part, the part of that one that gets stuck in my head is brush, brush, yeah, brush, brush, yeah. Scrub, scrub, like, yeah. Scrub, yeah. <laughs> that's a part that loops in my head, like over. That's the equivalent of good morning, look at the sun. <laughs> and there was a, a Louis C.K. stand-up special recently. He was talking about the scene with the scarecrow, and it's what I've done all the time. Plus, I took my legs and threw them over there! <laughs> oh, such happiness. Greetings and thanks for downloading. We want to welcome you to Is It Something You Can Stop? It's the fastest growing podcast that we host. I'm Mike. I'm Brooke. We're a brother and sister that like talking about pop culture and geeky things because sometimes we agree. And sometimes we don't. We want you to get in on the discussion, so please send your electronically digital mail to somethingyoucanstop at gmail.com or you can find us on the Twitterverse. And now, let's see who we can offend. Monsters. What's going on with your nerd brain? What are you thinking about? What is going on with my nerd brain? Um, I just got a new book. I haven't cracked it open yet. It's a new Chuck Klosterman. Oh, it's called. Uh, I think it's called. Uh, what if we're really, really wrong or something like yes. that? Yes. Um, and the, I was very excited about this. Yeah, and it's it's this great cover because it's a white cover with black type on it, and it's upside down. So I actually showed it to my husband. I'm like, oh, look at this. He goes, babe, you're holding it upside down. I'm like, oh, no, I'm not. <laughs> that's the cover. That's the point yeah. of it. But I just kind of cracked it open, and it's it's kind of him. Uh, hypothesizing on like what if we're wrong about gravity and what if we're wrong about freedom and what if all these things that we think because you know if you think you know hundreds of years ago they were dead set that certain things were truths mm-hmm. and now we know that those are totally wrong right. so um anyway it, i'm really excited to to dive into that so new book yeah Yay. he's he's a favorite of mine me too so yeah. I, i'm gonna want to borrow that when you're done with it and you will no problem um what is on our agenda today today um <sighs> You know how I love my stupid listicles. Oh, we got a list. Listicles. Okay, so this uh, this uh, list came out yesterday. Um, oh, it's fresh. It's fresh. And uh, knowing us, I, I I know that we're going to argue with some of it. Mm-hmm. And we're going to be upset with some of it. And we're going to agree, actually, with some of it. Because I've kind of peaked ahead of time. <laughs> um, but anyway, it's a list uh, from Rolling Stone, which... <laughs> We've already discussed. Off to a bad start. Usually, usually does not have the best mm-hmm. um, information. Uh, but anyway, so it's it's the list is 100 greatest TV shows of all time. Said with total authority in an opinion based article. From time capsule sitcoms to cutting edge peak TV dramas, the definitive ranking of the game changing small screen classics. So this is by Rob Sheffield. So if you have a problem with it, talk to Rob at Rolling Stone. <laughs> Comic book creator, Savage Dragon, and that's no, it's Rob Lee. No, 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 that's that's a, someone else. It's yeah. a joke. Yeah, no, it was it was a bad joke. Off, just a bit outside. <laughs> but anyway, um, unlike other lists that we've brought on the show before, there's not necessarily like a, a score that they're following here. Oh, so the, it's completely arbitrary. Absolutely. Yeah. Of course it is. Like a good list should be. Uh, like a good neighbor. And so... Um, <laughs> we are farmers. the nice thing about this list is it, it says in the, uh, in the, you know, the little paragraph leading up to it, 
we are certain this will lead to arguments. So they understand that people are going to be not so. I kind of have had a suspicion that that's what Rolling Stone's been trying to do for the last 20 years anyway. Right. They're just trying to make people fight. But when you think about the greatest TV shows, unless you have some sort of a quantitative number that you can somehow attach There's to no it. metric. It's, no, it's always going to be objective. So people are always going to disagree on some level with, you know, what you're doing and what you're not doing. So anyway, are you ready for this? I think so. Okay. So, uh, you know, uh, your opinions are wanted, obviously. Um, obviously I want to know, and I'm, you don't, have to, you don't have to do this with everyone, but do you agree with it being on the top 100? Okay. That's a question to okay. ask. Do you think it's too high, too low? Um, you know, have you never watched it? All kinds of stuff. So I want to know your thoughts and feelings because I'm going to share mine. <laughs> okay. Are we going to do, we're not going to do all 100. We're going to speed through it. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Speed through. This is a listicle. Let, okay. Let's say. With a test. To, what? <laughs> oh, what? oh my goodness. I know. I'm Something just sorry. happened outside the house. Just I, edit that out. So edit sorry. That out. <laughs> Apologies to all. Picking up now. Go. <laughs> what were you going to say? Um, to, so speed through, no discussion, no opinion on these these early, like the bottom of the list. Right? No, I think there should, will be it's discussion. Just, yep, nope. But yep, I know nope, for yep, a fact nope. that there are some shows that you and I have not watched. So what discussion are we going to have on it? Yeah. Okay? Okay. So number 100, Eastbound and Down. Yes, fantastic. You think so? Love it. 99, Oz. Ooh, too low. Too, you think it should be much it's, higher? It's a ground. It's set up the prototype for what HBO shows are now. Well, I think the interesting thing about Oz is it's. I think it's wildly underrated because even today, even by today's standards, it would still be groundbreaking and shocking. Anyway, there and there were a lot of people on there that went to many different other things. Yeah, so most of those people are still working now, so that's good. If you haven't watched Oz and you have a tough stomach, check it out. <laughs> yeah. Number 98, The Golden Girls. Number 97. <laughs> I just, b- before we move on, I just want to thank you for being a friend. If I was just thinking if, <laughs> if you threw a party and I would just say like, it's a big party. Yeah. Price is no option. Am I inviting you, like everyone I know though? I think you'd see. Yeah. The biggest gift. I want to brag. It could be from me. Well, are you trying to like one up someone? Like, what do you do? Is it just like no. size biggest no, no, no. or like you spent the most money well, on it? Well, the card attached would say why. Oh. And it would tell you. Ah. 97. Portlandia. I like Portlandia. Never seen it. I like it a lot. I have it on my queue to watch, but something about Fred Armisen just kind of. Put a burn on it. I don't know. Just doesn't really. Sometimes I love him and sometimes I'm like, dude, <laughs> too much Fred Armisen. Portlandia is so good. It's like. It, it's hipster and makes fun of hipsters at the same time. It's this weird parallel. It's like Inception. It's like a split. Yeah. It's wah, like comedy Inception. It's just a comedy train rolling down the All of a sudden the they of fall the asleep and start fighting on the ceiling. It's awesome. Drinking coffee. Yeah. I, mean, it's, falling I like it. Okay. Number 96, Gunsmoke. Don't, no opinion. Did you know that, that went from 1955 to 1975? Yes. That's a long running show. And it's actually still running on Hulu. <laughs> of course it is. 95? Keen Peel. Good. Like it. Uh, 94. Jeopardy. Okay. So game shows are allowed, which is interesting. They can use game shows. That's fine. Uh, Trebek is keeping it from being higher on the list because he's a pompous Canadian. He's a giant mustache and he shaved it. So he's now nothing. Okay. Ooh, 90, sorry. Ooh, 93. Mystery Science Theater 3000. Good show. Uh, 92. American Idol. Yep. Love it or hate it. Hugely impactful. The only thing keeping that thing afloat has been Ryan Seacrest. 
Yeah. Really? I mean, it, just imagine if they'd kept Dunkelman. Okay. Number 91. <laughs> speaking of Dunkelman, Broad City. Wow. I've never seen it. Skip. It doesn't excite me. Done. Uh, 90. Dick Van Dyke Show. Okay. Uh, 89. Homeland. Good. Yeah. I've never seen it, but people seem to really like it. Isn't it? Weren't they originally going to call it like my so-called terrorism? <laughs> I don't know. Bad joke. I'm sorry. 88. Party Down. I like Party Down. Super good. Now, was that before uh, Ben Wyatt in Parks and Rec? Was that before Adam Scott was Ben Wyatt? I think it was concurrent. Was it? Yeah. Okay. Uh, 87. Doctor Who. Huge. Uh, I mean, I think on the fandom alone, it gets on the list, right? Yeah, yeah. It's been, what, five decades of Doctor Who stuff? 86, one of your favorites, Good Times. Yes! Give me the theme song every day of my life. It's one of the best theme songs ever. Um, and that had a young Janet Jackson on it, did it not? Penny. Yep. Uh, 85. Penny. <laughs> 85, The Real World. Okay. Um. But man, I think there's been too many seasons. I think there's been out real more fast. bad than good. Fizzled out real fast. But I understand because that kind of came on when cops came on, right? And that I, was like a huge. The reputation of that show hangs on the San Francisco cast. I'll buy that. I'll buy that. That was Puck and Pedro. Puck, and Pedro, right? yeah. Judd, all those yeah. guys. That was good. Good season. Uh, eighty-four. Um, hot flaming crap. Oh, I'm sorry. The real title is Real Time with Bill Maher. Oh, um, you don't like Bill Maher. No, I don't. I share that opinion. He's very Miles Teller. I share okay. that opinion. <laughs> 83, uh, House of Cards. <clears throat> 83 seems a little low for House of Cards, but okay. And you know what? I mean, like, Broad City has only been around for two seasons, and it's current, which I feel like is too fresh to be on a list like this. But I'm okay with House of Cards, even though it's only been three seasons. You know what? Here, Let's show Robin Wright some respect and put it up in, at least in the 70s. <laughs> Just to respect her? Yes. And the haircut. That's right. Holy cow. Strong haircut game. Rocks the pixie. Okay, uh, number 82, The Jeffersons. Ooh. That was on... The Jeffersons uh, is good. It was on for 10 years. Is it because of the theme song that it's higher than Good Times? I don't know. Because as a show, Good Times is a better show to me than The Jeffersons as a sitcom. But isn't The Jeffersons a spinoff of Good Times? The Jeffersons is a spinoff of Archie Bunker. Oh, sorry. Yeah, my bad. I don't know why I thought that. Archie Bunker's going to be in the top 20. Wait and see. Vomit. 81, Dallas. Uh, that's back when there were no choices for television. Right, there were three shows like, on at the time, and it was watching, two of them were news. You're watching this, or you're watching Richard Dawson kiss every female member of a family. Which surprisingly was 101. All right, darling, I want you to tell me what your choice is for the number one spot. You know what the most disturbing part of Richard Dawson is? Watch the pinky. Ooh, Watch ew. the pinky, man. The reason the pinky ring was invented. Yeah, just so he could... Oh, God. Okay, number 80. <laughs> the Fugitive. Oh, I'm yep. still grossing out over Richard <laughs> Dawson. I'm sorry. Which is why I'm, I apologize to The Fugitive, but I'm going to move on to number 79. Um, wait, did you ever see The Fugitive? Uh, The TV show? Yeah. No. Okay. Not interested. All right. Uh, Before my time. 79, In Living Color. Uh, I guess. Yeah, it was it was pretty impactful. It was big. Everybody was not, quoting it. it was the, the, only the list that... isn't impactful shows. The list is best shows of all time, right? Yeah. 100 best shows of all time? Yeah. All right. In Living Color. I mean, I'll take it, but what, like... 
what what last I mean they've got the Mo Money Mo Money guys, they've got Fire Marshal Bill, Homie the Clown, what else? What I like is I'll take it, but what 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 uh, what that's, that was your response. <laughs> I, I think that's now. exactly what had to have happened in the office at Rolling Stone when they were coming up with this list. Yeah, all right. Well, I think it's probably a big deal due to the fact that it actually competed with Saturday Night Live. As far as I'm not saying like necessarily consistency, yeah. but it had quotable characters. It had people tuning in. It had uh, repeat characters yeah. and all that good stuff. And know? that's all fine and good, but it's it's so much easier to do that when it's a 30 minute show and it's pre taped. True. SNL's doing it live for an hour and a half every year, or I mean, for 40 plus years. Yeah, mostly. Yeah, and then Living Color was on the air from what eight seasons? Most of those. Yeah. I don't know. All right, so uh, in Living Color was the number 79. Number 78, 30-something. Ooh, pass. I no. think I was like tween-something when that came out, so that <laughs> like yeah. no interest that for just, me. I'm 30-something I'm now, and I don't, I'm not interested in that. It's yeah. like gross, just not whiny so white people riding bikes and drinking wine. Which to me is funny because number 77 is, I think, the modern-day 30-something. So number 77 is The Walking Dead. <laughs> <laughs> All like they that, need, you like that analogy. All they need is Timothy Busfield, and they're they're set. They do, they do. But anyway, seventy-seven, The Walking Dead. I know it's one of your favorites. Good placement. Too high, too low. What do you think? Uh, for a show that it's as popular as it is, mm-hmm. I mean, it's you think about all the choice that people have for TV shows now. Mm-hmm. You can stream, you can watch anything you want at any time you want, and it's one of it's like the most watched show on TV. Seventy-seven. Mm-hmm. You think higher? Really? Yes. Well, I mean, when you get to hear what's higher, you might be like, ah, I would replace it with that. Because here's yeah. – and, and this is the, the final thing on my argument for this is that when back – shows like Dallas, you had three networks and you could watch one of three shows that were on at the time. Yeah. No internet, no cable, no distractions. Yeah. Of course you're going to pull a huge audience. Yeah. And, and everyone and wants to walk, know who shot JR. And The Walking Dead has bigger audiences now than like those shows did when they were top of the game. So – Yeah. Um. And you know how I feel about Walking Dead. We've already talked about it. Kill Carl. Sorry. Uh, (laughs) Number 76. Interesting choice. Late Night with Conan O'Brien. Okay. Um, Basically talking about, uh, it's kind of, there's there's a blurb underneath everyone. Not the TBS show. No. When he took over for Letterman? It's talking about when he was a nobody. Yes. Just this tall redheaded guy and what he did to inject weird, absurd He changed the game again. Yeah. And like, there wouldn't be a Fallon without Conan. No, and he brought some of that Monty Python zaniness yeah. to late night TV because um, Dave's and sense Triumph, of humor. The, and the insult comic doc, ev- are you kidding me? I mean, me? everything he did was great. Those yeah. guys that were like, Conan, <laughs> Conan, yeah. <laughs> making audience? fun of his net. Yeah, yeah. I mean, just uh, so many great things. Um, Number 75, I think way too high, and you know I love it. American Crime Story, People versus O.J. Simpson. Number 75 of the 100 greatest TV shows of all time is a miniseries. So we're allowing game shows. We're allowing reality shows and we're allowing miniseries. Yes. Because this is a limited series, right? Yeah. This was like, what, 10 episodes? It just swept up on the Emmys. Yeah, it was 10 episodes. It was um, it was big. I think I think if this list had been created like five or ten years from now, it wouldn't be on there. I think it's because it's so fresh. I still I still really enjoyed it. It I was thought great. It was, I thought it was great television, but... Mm-hmm. For me, it was diminished immediately because right after I watched the entire season of People vs. O.J. Simpson, mm-hmm. I watched the seven-part documentary that ESPN made, mm-hmm. which is wildly superior because it's all real. And it's right, and right, for right, my yeah. money, yeah. 
possibly the greatest documentary ever made. Whoa, we'll do an episode on documentaries okay. because that is, I, that's a hot sports opinion okay. you have there. Number seventy four, um, a classic for you and me, for Mike and Brooke, Ren and Stimpy show. Oh. First, I was shocked when I saw it on here, and then I thought about it, and I'm like, the things that show did for an animated comedy show that kind of was for kids, but really wasn't for oh, kids. no, it wasn't at all. You know? Space um, Madness. I mean, happy, happy, joy, joy. You know? I mean, seriously. I'll teach your grandmother to suck eggs. And log. Crazy, yeah. <laughs> Powder Toast Man. And I think my favorite thing about <clears throat> all of Ren and Stimpy was the horse. No, sir, I don't like it. Yeah. And wasn't he also, call the police? Or was that the walrus? That was the walrus. That was the walrus. <laughs> I yeah. love that. Just staring like, help me. It was Lederhosen Day. Uh, number 73, Transparent. Uh, no, thanks. Whatever. Number 72, Girls. No, thanks. Uh, I know you like re- it. No. Really strong season one. Okay. Crap after that. Okay. Crap after that. I got so excited with season one. Because there were a lot of things that, in a weird way, I identified with. Not that I had experienced, but I understood why the characters were acting the way they were. Mm-hmm. Which is, you know, weird when you're a female and you get to watch other Because fe- you're like, oh my god, a female wrote this. You right. can tell. And then it just went to crap. Uh, number 71. Also pivotal in our upbringing, Mr. Show. Wow. Mr. Show is such good sketch comedy. Mm-hmm. It's it's really really good. I love Mr. Show. It was really high concept. Too. I had entire episodes memorized. I know, I know. You and I used to. That's like it was almost like Mr. Show was our Saturday Night Live, even though we did experience Saturday Night Live. Yeah, yeah I remember at a young age us being so excited when it came on. Because it's and- like the I got the feeling watching Mr. Show that you just described with season one of Girls, where you're like, oh, this was written exactly for me. Yeah, mm-hmm. I know exactly what this is. Yep. Yep. Um. I'm happy to see Bob Odenkirk getting like a lot of uh, critical love right now mm-hmm. and everything. Number 70, Roseanne. Okay. Big show. Had some good stuff. It was a huge show. Uh, 69, Ed Sullivan. By the way, show. Roseanne, thank you for John Goodman. Yeah, right? Right? Yeah. And uh, and George Clooney. I'm not necessarily thanking, but yeah. he was on there. I know he was on Facts of Life first. Never mind. Scratch he, that. Yeah, he was on Facts of Life. Whatever. And Return of the Killer Tomatoes. Yes. <laughs> Not it was their return. That's what made it a big. People deal. were like Batman and Robin's his worst movie. Tap wait, the brakes. Wait. Hold on. <laughs> sixty nine. Pull up that IMDb page, bro. <laughs> okay. Sixty nine. The Ed Sullivan Show. Okay. Uh, sixty eight. It's hard to argue with Elvis and the Beatles. I mean, you can. He, yeah. With the guests he had on there, I mean, it's just kind of. Tupo Jiju. Sixty eight. I cannot say enough great things about this. This is uh, this is another Mr. Show for me. The State. Ooh. I, Only on for two seasons, but man, I love them. It's it's a powerhouse cast with a lot of talented people that are still like doing so many different things today. Yep. I still have a problem putting it higher than Mr. Show. Because they yes. were they I don't were, like the number of this, but I love the their show. Their talent it, was so much more raw when mm-hmm. they were making that show. They've refined all their skills now. Yeah. But the Mr. Show people were in their prime doing Mr. Show. But I feel like uh, the state was just watching a bunch of home videos as opposed to watching. Yeah. You know, the state they'd gone was, through the, the writing, writing like, process. And, how did they get by with putting this on TV? Like, Yeah. It's they, like nobody at MTV watched it. Yeah. Which is how it got on. They were like, exactly. we just need to kill a half hour, an hour, whatever. Yeah, put that tape in. Uh, put that tape in. <laughs> 67. 67 is the odd couple. Okay. Meh. 66, Downton Abbey. 
Okay. I know you don't dig it. It's freaking fantastic. No, it's not that I don't dig it. It just didn't bite me the way that it bit you. Oh, it's so freaking good, man. I mean, when someone asks, what is a weekend? Because they're so freaking rich. That's amazing. Anyway, okay. <laughs> um, 65. Happy Days. Happy Days has a good feel to it. I mean, it's not. It's never going to make you laugh out loud, but it just kind of makes you feel comfortable while you're hey. watching it. Hey. Okay. I don't even know what that means. <laughs> That's okay. Fonzie. I know. But you don't do it hey, like you need to be like, hey, you need a little bit of grit. Because I don't was, have grit. He was faking being tough. Fonzie didn't really have grit though. But okay. Hit a leather jacket. 64. Uh Chappelle Show. Yep. Yeah? Yep. Do you think that's accurate in the number? I think Chappelle Show was one of those shows that he burned really brightly while he was there and gave it everything he had. And he, there was no wasting anything. I'm going to say something that's probably going to tick people off. I didn't really watch it. Okay. But it was such a big thing. I knew everything that everyone was doing <laughs> from it without watching it. Cause I was just like, Chappelle has never really been one of my favorites. Just the other day at work. This was made. I think it's in fact, this was yesterday. Uh huh. I brought up one of the Charlie Murphy skits where Charlie Murphy is telling the story about, Rick James and yeah. and Prince and the party and everything. Yeah. And we laughed for maybe 20 minutes. Yeah. I just, to me, uh, Chappelle is kind of like Saturday Night Live Chris Rock. Okay. And I know that's not accurate because I know he's great on the show, but yeah. it's just, it just didn't click with me. It's, I never I, really watched it. I never gave it I a I would shot. challenge you to pick a couple episodes and check them out and see. You think retroactively it would still be really, really funny? Yes. Okay. I think it still holds up. Because you know up. a lot of comedy doesn't hold up. I know, but I still think it holds up because I think it was that ahead of its time. Okay, I'll check it out. Um, 63, and everyone can kiss my butt. I freaking do not like the show The Wonder Years. Okay, we discovered this. didn't Through, through talking about this and flashbacks and stuff, we discovered that our entire family watched every episode, yeah. every week of the, of the Wonder Years. Yeah. And every single one of us hated it, but yes. we watched it out of this imagined obligation that everybody else liked the show. Yes. So nobody wanted to say, I hate this. And I really think mom and dad just watched it because they liked the music. You know what I mean? Right. And then you and I yeah. watched it and all we did, like, I freaking, Kevin is the worst friend ever. He's, he is a jerk. He's one of the biggest bastards ever written I on television. I want to slap, he's a fictional character and he makes me like. He's awful. He makes me so mad. He's mean to everybody. The family is terrible. Oh, the brother's God, a jerk. Yes. It's like they're forced to be together it's just also because trashy. just because the parents like fell on top of each other. Gross. <laughs> it's gross. Awful. Oh, it's gross. I hate that crap. I'm with you. So if you like it, <laughs> whatever. All right, reevaluate that. 62. Uh, Sex in the City. As the only one at this table that has watched it, I think it's accurate. It's, it was it's a huge show. Big for HBO, uh, very um, influential, and uh, it really was pretty enjoyable. So, uh, and I like how you're just like, you're not saying a damn word. Okay, number 61, your show of shows. That's only on there because it was one of the first TV shows, I believe. Sid Caesar? Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway. I mean, I'm sure they did some funny stuff. I'm but moving it's, I don't on because I don't have any reference for it. So Because the writer's room in that was like Mel Brooks, Carl Reiner. Woody Allen, it was all those guys in the same room writing for that show. Neil Simon, Woody Allen, Melbourne. Oh my God, have you read this? Okay, no, anyway. I just, I know my history. Number 60, Beavis and Butthead. 
Oh. Thoughts? Oh, I think that made mom hate me. Oh my god, that was one of like three shows in my entire life I was not allowed to watch. <laughs> but we always, she, we always watched it. She didn't hate me, but the yeah. the voices infected me so much that I couldn't stop doing it. Yeah, I know. And you like... started laughing like butthead <laughs> naturally. You just started morphing into the. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a problem. It was a problem, and I still say that there was some really funny. I think it was, if this makes sense, it was smart, dumb humor. Yeah, but my favorite part of it, though, was I love that they watch music videos and just ripped on them. Mm -hmm. Because that's what you do with your friends. That's what you and I did, Mm -hmm. like, watching stuff. They would say the same kind of things that we would say, like, it's stupid. Them (laughs) watching the videos for me was more fun than the the actual episode part. Absolutely. That was my favorite. Whenever they do a video. And when it would start, if there's a new episode and you'd see a music video, you're like, "Uh (laughs) uh-oh. Because you know the video. Right. Okay. Uh, moving on. 59, Hill Street Blues. I don't, I, all I remember is the theme song and here's, how depressed it made me. Here's where I was old enough to remember that that was one of mom and dad's favorite shows, particularly dad. He loved the show. Of course, because so, it's a cop show. <laughs> so I liked the show, even though I didn't understand the show. Right. Because I was old enough to kind of sit and watch it and go, yeah, this is good. <laughs> <laughs> this is good television. <laughs> and I'm seven. <laughs> yeah. 81 to 86. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Okay, uh, 58, Roots, hugely, I mean, that was huge, wasn't it? Roots was like a television 1977, event. Yeah. eight episodes. It was, it was like a cultural event. Yeah, so I think, I mean, that totally makes sense that it's on the list. 57, Faulty Towers. Okay. Um, 56, 24. What do you think? Um, I didn't watch 24 because I hate, oh, I swear to God, I hate Kiefer Sutherland's Whisper Growl. 24, okay. The interesting thing is this. Do I like anything? I don't know. I don't <laughs> know that you like, do. I hate this. I hate that guy. I hate this. I really like the first episode, then the rest of the nine years suck. <laughs> Jerk. Okay, um, sorry. 24, your thoughts. I think Jack Bauer is a fantastic action hero. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the concept of the show being in real time was was interesting, was so interesting in the way that they did it. It carried it. It was a great premise. It carried it yes. for the first season. Yeah. But then... When it hit season two, three, four, then it really hit a stride. And for those three seasons, it became magic. Like it was just really, mm-hmm. it was, um, this is, this is not a favorable comparison to make, but it was like really addictive junk food. Yeah. You know, it's not. It's Cheetos. You, you know that it's not necessarily good for you, but you can't help but just keep going. And yeah. so it was addictive television. Yeah. And then it, and then it jump the rails but i mean honestly when i when i remember when it was promoted for the first season i think it came out in like 2001 mm-hmm. i remember thinking that's cool that it's going to be one hour is one hour yeah you know and it's, it's well, a day and, and it would it would something crazy would happen and mm-hmm. they'd have to get in the car and drive that's like five minutes away and then get in the car and then the clock beep yeah. Beep, it would come up and they would go to a commercial and they came back from commercial and they were just getting there. Yeah. And you're like, oh my gosh, it's really How working. How did they do this? Yeah. They timed it perfectly. And now in LA, there would be traffic. They'd still be in the car. Right. Uh, number 55, six feet under. Really smart television. I was going to say, you have nothing to say about no, six feet no, under. No, it's, it, it's awesome. It, six feet under is great. I, I mean, I, I would have recast a couple of the, a couple of the characters, but. It was, to me, it was, because this was pre-Dexter, this was pre, this was still pretty early HBO mm-hmm. 
I mean, when you think about it, what is it, like uh, it was 2001? Same time as The Sopranos, just about. So, uh, to me, it was, I loved how they started every episode with a death. You know, because they were on the funeral home. So, like, the death could be, like, immediately you could be crying or you could be laughing or you could be like, oh, my God. You know, and then and then you follow yeah. them through their life. But anyway, I thought that that was a, a fantastic show. I love the theme song of that, too. Mm-hmm. Great theme song. Uh, 54, The Muppet Show. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, we could do an entire episode. I know. On the that's why. Show. That's why I'm going to move on because obviously we love the Muppet Show. Fifty three. Bob Newhart show. Better than the Muppet Show. I wouldn't say so, but I'm biased, and Bob Newhart is not hilarious to me. He's very. It's very dry, subtle humor. Right. That I think, um, is very comforting. The waspy. Well, I can't, like, I can't decide if this means you're you're really good at your uh, character or maybe you're just that character. But I feel like that's Bob Newhart. It's it's not an act. I feel like that's just... Well, I think he cultivated I mean? that that persona. And, and like I said, it could just be because it's such a strong, good character yeah. that he's created. Or it could just really just be him. And that's all he does. It's kind of that kind of weak, kind of, I'm going to stutter a little bit and kind of... Mm, maybe. You know, I don't know. I always got the feeling he was a lot more like Jim Rome. <laughs> right, because who didn't think that? Number 52, the Colbert Report. Now, that's pretty great. That's freaking great. You want to television. talk about somebody who kind of became a character in. Yes. And now, so now there's, they're mad at him. CBS was like, when he started the, when he took over for Letterman recently. Yeah. They were like, we don't want, you don't own the Colbert character yeah. anymore. That's not the show that we're doing. We're doing you. Yeah. The ratings weren't what they thought they they were gonna be. Yeah. <laughs> so because then they people said, love the character. Hey, can you bring a little bit of that guy back into the show? Uh huh. So. Yeah. Because the character was just so fantastic, and can can you imagine what the Colbert Report would be doing now with the election cycle we're having right now? I mean, it would probably be on seven days a week and have a two-hour special every yeah. single day. Yeah. You know. Um. Anyway, number fifty-one, Fargo. Have you seen it? No. I haven't either. I don't know that I'm interested to watch it. Um, see, Fargo's interesting because it's a miniseries, but it's also been on for like three seasons. So I don't understand that. I never really liked the movie. Yeah. I know that's not popular to say. No, I know Because everybody's mean. like, oh, you're not intelligent if you don't like Fargo. <laughs> but I don't but like Mike, the movie. Mike, you're dumb. I know. Okay. But I don't like the movie. Okay. Um. All right. So that is 100 through 51 so um we're gonna go ahead and stop there and next episode we're gonna hit the last okay we're gonna hit the 50 through one it's a pretty good top half so it's been pretty interesting gun smoke man (laughs) gun smoke gun smoke 20 years yeah where's their cake i don't know where's their blu-ray box set how many episodes is 20 years uh well you got to figure they did one a week a lot for what were seasons back then? I don't really want the answer. 18, I don't know. 18 I don't know. episodes? I wouldn't worry about it. I'm just asking. But oh, I didn't really want an answer. I, they did at least 40 episodes. But you're episodes. doing the math right now, and I'm not playing the math. Doing bad math. They did at least 40 episodes. <laughs> at least in, in 20, 20 years. years. Yeah. Good call. Westworld. So. <laughs> <laughs> so here's the deal. You tell us what you thought of the 100 through 51 <laughs> And which ones you would have replaced. Um, and also be nice about it, but tell us what, what do you think about our opinions? 
because we skimmed over some shows that you probably love. Unless we, you disagree with me, and then be quiet. And maybe Ooh. maybe you loved The Wonder Years, and we just trashed it, and so, you know, sorry. But just remember, I kept my mouth shut when we talked about Sex in the City. <laughs> you did. So send everything to <laughs> somethingyoucanstop at gmail.com. Look for us on Twitter, and uh, Tweet keep, keep downloading. And we love you, and we'll see you soon on a new episode. Bye! Bye! You need to play the. Uh, That's the people's court. But no, you need to play the good times theme over the end of this. Ain't we lucky we got on Good times! Not us, like the actual theme, though. Times is recorded on tape before a live audience. Except for cheer up, Charlie. Fast forward through that, you know. <laughs> No, no, she's mind. doing laundry. I mean, yeah, with but that she's big doing giant... she's doing hot laundry with like an old boat paddle. Yeah, God, Germany is so weird. <laughs> I, I read something where it's like fifteen things you didn't know about. Mister Slugworth would pay you thirty five thousand dollars for an everlasting gobstopper. But like, I'm straight home, Charlie. I was reading. You know how they always had those lists about movies, like fifteen things you never knew about the filming of whatever. One of the things on there was it's filmed in Germany. Really. really? <laughs> it was filmed in tucson arizona like what are you talking about didn't know really walk in the chocolate factory is filmed before a live studio audience right burbank california ridiculous ladies and gentlemen boys and girls the chocolate room